0: Welcome to Connected, episode 224, our 2018 year in review. It is made possible by our sponsors, Pingdom, Smile, and Kane 11. I'm your host, Stephen Hackett, and I'm joined by Mike Hurley. Happy holidays. Hey, it's Boxing Day where you are. As we release this, yep, I'm sitting in a box as the tradition would dictate. You sit In the box, <laughs> is that is that the tradition? That's
1: how that's how it goes. Yeah, everyone gets everyone gets their own personal box on Boxing Day. Yeah, well,
0: that's I mean, okay. And Federico Vitić, hi,
2: hello, hi, happy holidays. Um, it's uh, it's good to be here. How are you, Stephen? I'm
0: I'm good. It's the end of the year; There's just a few days left, and we have this tradition on connected to look back over the previous. 12 months of news and stories, things we talked about, and sort of revisit them and see what was a big deal, what wasn't a big deal, what rumors ended up being true, which is like my theme for 2018. Uh, The rumor mill was just really bonkers this year. But before we do that, we have very important business. I don't want to do this. Yeah, it's very important. It's very important business. because we're going
1: to fight. We should do... Wait no, we're gonna fight. We're gonna fight again. So okay,
2: no, so there's no. I fight think yet. there is. I don't, I don't see why. Why based
1: upon the rules that you put into place last year? Okay, okay. The no half points rule.
0: We have our annual predictions, uh, and this these are the rules we put forth about a year ago. Two points for correct picks in the risky pick round. If your risky pick is wrong, you lose a point. Is <laughs> where it gets interesting. The other two hosts must agree your pick is risky, which I guess we did a year ago, and there are no half points. So that is where I think we could get into some, uh, some, some debate. That's, I forgot about the risky points rule, which is probably, that's
1: why, okay, okay, cool. Then this that's, is clean cut. This is clean cut. That's why. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Wait, um, we, we need to do some, some adjudicating as we go through this, but I think, mm. I think we're probably mm. good. I forgot about the risky picks rule. Yeah, Mike, are you where
0: you could uh, keep score for us? Yeah. You got a, a pen and paper there? You know I've got a pen and paper. Round one. I'm going to read our predictions, and then we can discuss the outcomes. So in round one, I predicted the Mac Pro would ship by the end of the year after teasing WWDC. Michael said there will be a bigger iPhone 10 style phone, but it will not have an OLED screen. Federico said, there's a lot of this iOS 12 will have a focus on, quote, faster speed and performance optimizations being a tentpole mm-hmm. feature. It will be mm-hmm. on a slide.
2: Please appreciate all these points. I that still I got can't right. believe go you on. got
0: a point out of this because you picked so many things <laughs> so,
2: like a madman. So man. many things. <laughs> all of them. You're a you madman.
0: <laughs> the counter the narrative around <laughs> iOS 11. Uh, and then he has some examples faster animations. Maybe 64-bit, Swift, ProMotion, something under the scenes. Uh, maybe a built-in cache cleanup feature. So some of those details are sort of hand-wavy, but I think it's pretty clear that Federico gets a point for iOS 12 having a focus on being faster. They, they preach that good news at WBDC.
1: So I have a point I would like to bring to the group. So yes. I said there will be a bigger iPhone 10 style phone, but it will not have an OLED screen. Now, at mm-hmm. the time we were thinking Max but doesn't the 10R fit that exact prediction
0: I think it does I think you get a point as well
1: because iPhone 10 style mm. phone will not have an OLED screen now it's like I know that at the time we didn't think that the 10R would exist right but right but by like just the way that we wrote the prediction down
0: I think it counts Yeah I think it does too, because you don't say that the only bigger iPhone 10 style phone yeah. would be LCD. You say there just will be a one, and that
2: yeah, this counts, this counts. Yeah, that's to cool. the
0: language. You're correct. So I'm pleased that I I've
1: at least scored this year. <laughs> it's like this yeah. might be the first time I've ever scored a point. <laughs>
0: You always get too specific, which we'll I see. I
1: personally consider myself <laughs> the thing. winner now. I have the, <laughs> I have the I have the I Have a rush,
2: huh? <laughs> Having <laughs> a point. How I feel so feel good. Like? The power
0: I have right now. <laughs> I did not get a point. I will tell you though, this will be my first pick for 2019. Uh this exact phrase. Mm. But there was there's no Mac Pro this year, so I do not get a point. We're going to do this
1: next on our next episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have we do it at the beginning yes. of the year. Yep. Oh, got to start we thinking. have to. I have no ideas I know. right now. You can't come into this off the und- top of your head. It goes no. poorly.
2: We are under listener contractual obligation sure. to to do this. Yeah. So who signed that round
0: contract? two? Michael said, "Apple Watch with an always on display." I feel like we were all cheated by losing this point. Personally, <laughs> the whole world. Yeah. Uh, every Apple Watch user <laughs> was cheated by you. I losing cannot this point. believe that this is still not a thing on the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. It boggles my mind. Federico said, a streaming service announces Apple Video, one to two months for free, bundled with Apple Music as an option. Too yeah. bad. I remember at the time nice. telling you that was a wild prediction, yeah. because they hadn't even started shooting the TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think, is another one that could be totally reasonable in 2019, by the way. That is like, that's that's probably going to be one of my first mm-hmm. picks, so we're all going to have to run mm-hmm. for that one. And I make it onto the board. Still no new iPad mini. And I had a parenthetical. If it's killed, I'm not wrong. The iPad Mini 4 is as it ever was, still for sale. So, right now we are tied. Mike, you have one. Federico, you have one. I have one.
1: Wait, who's keeping so, the scores get... here?
0: Mm. Well, I mean, they're in green and red now, so I could see them, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll let you do the, t- the final thing. Okay, risky picks. So, again, if you are correct, you get two points. If you are wrong, you lose a point from your total. And we already previously agreed that these were all risky picks, so there's not any debate about that. Federico, Workflow 2 will appear as a system, feature, or app. Heavy on Siri integration. Framework for pro apps to talk to each other. Uh, and you have two non-graded things I'll just say just for yep. clarity. Uh, there'll probably be a migration tool, I guess, from... Workflow to Workflow 2, or, or now we know is a shortcut. Which there was. Which there was. The App Store version might be kept around for a while. It's only an App Store version.
2: so It's only one version, so that was wrong.
1: You should have kept your not graded things in there, to be yeah. honest. Because this yeah. is so, the thing. Framework for pro apps to talk to each other.
2: That's... Ah, that I is don't know all about that
1: one. That's not a deep.
2: The, that's not a deep there, and but, open but framework. I think overall, like... But we don't main... do half
1: points around here, though. So... This is where it gets awkward.
2: If you look at the entire prediction, Workflow 2 will appear as a season-feature app heavy on serial integration. Like, So why is... does
1: not graded even exist then? That everything you said had to be graded?
2: I don't know why we did the not graded, but I don't know.
1: Because because ev- the point was, because we had this in the past, of everyone getting way too specific, and you, if you were more specific and you didn't hit all your specific points, you didn't get the point. Like, that was the reason for the
2: not graded. And why we thought you were wild. I don't know, but we decided that it it was, yeah I don't know why, but at the time we decided that it was not graded. So
1: I think uh, we give it to him. Yeah, all right. We can give it to him, but we have to put this rule into place because this is a rule that I know exists, which is everything that is written down has to be true for the point to be given. I, I think, yes, sure, we could let it slide this time, but I think that all of us get zero points because <laughs> TG doesn't get a half point,
2: but I I'll let it go, but... I mean, compared to your, but let's compare this one to your risky picks. I say workflow two. You say, I. Steven says iTunes rewrite or replacement for macOS. Mike says iOS 12 features a large scale UI redesign across iOS, the biggest since iOS 7. We thought that that <laughs> I mean, might happen,
1: right? Like, I might just be one year off. Yeah, Brian Till
0: Bloomberg said it wasn't happening. See, but, <laughs>
2: well, but your risky picks are completely well, Yes, they I, I are completely wrong. Mine yeah. is only partially incorrect for one detail. But we don't do half points. No half points.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. I don't think you can compare risky picks to each other. I feel like they just exist as their own item riskiness uh, but i think we i think you get it even though like the framework for pro apps like i think i know what you were saying then but i kind of also think that like the series shortcuts that's not pro apps talking to each other but it's perhaps talking to the system like i think we give it to him i i
1: think it is close enough to correct right that i, I agree
2: if you want to be super nitpicky, you could argue that uh, Siri shortcuts as a framework and the clipboard as a way for apps to talk to each other. It kind the, of the counts. The
0: clipboard is not a framework. The
2: clipboard not a framework. It, is, it actually is. It actually is. It actually is. A fr- well, <laughs> but I mean, well. it's only it's it is. It is partially incorrect. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, this this point.
1: All right. Um, you know what? Kate has actually adjudicated this. Risky picks are worth two points, so you get one point. But that's a half grading. I yeah. think that works fine. Yeah, but whatever. Look, we're all trying to find ways to let Federico win this at this point, aren't we? So let, like, we'll just say it's close it's enough. It's the holidays. Give him the two
0: points. Federico wins. So
1: Federico gets three points. Well.
2: I am not surprised that I won again. Take the point
0: away from him. Take the point away from him.
2: This is why he doesn't deserve the point. Thank you. Thank you, connected listeners, for... This is why. He cannot be... For supporting... Humble in his victory. (laughs) He has
1: to now be like... Thank you,
2: connected listeners. I am the king of all predictions. For supporting the rightful winner of these predictions. See you again next year. I
0: knew we shouldn't let him win. we We can bring everybody down with round four. Which were our extra picks that were not graded. These are just things that we put out there.
2: (laughs) That we just said.
0: (laughs) So let's just blow Federico out of the water. Federico said two Mm -hmm. things. Apple Video and Apple Music have dedicated apps for Mac and iOS. Music and video removed from iTunes on the Mac. (laughs) He also said... (laughs) This is my maybe my my favorite. Reminders will get a major redesign, modeled after iOS eleven and files. You New wish, family sharing features and integration with the HomePod.
2: Oh boy, that's so when bad.
0: was Reminders last updated, uh, Federico?
2: iOS seven, iOS seven, <laughs> five years ago.
0: Oh boy, um, not that we're any better. Uh, well, not that we're any better. I said. You are close. AppKit and UIKit give birth to something new and cross-platform, like Gurman said. It's not really true because these uh, apps from Mojave are just basically UIKit apps with a little shim to make them work on the Mac. I also said an iPod Touch update, so maybe I'm the biggest loser here. That was the wildest <laughs> thing. I can't believe you said just that. Just going crazy at the that end.
2: That should have been a risky pick, that <laughs> one.
0: If I'd gotten that right, I would have won it for all time. <laughs> Uh, Mike, you said a new Apple Pencil with a button of some kind, with aluminum, with a question mark after it. You got a new pencil. There's the tapping thing. It's kind of the same spirit, but it doesn't count because there are no points. Federico wanted a new smart keyboard. I don't know if you knew this. Federico doesn't really like the smart keyboard. Uh, He suggested Mm -hmm. a new material, backlit keys, and a dedicated Siri key. You got none of those Mm. things.
2: Well, I I got... A new smart keyboard, <laughs> I which mean, is the smart keyboard folio, with a new material, but it was not what I was expecting. The the new material is the texture on for the key. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is so, sad so sad to look at this.
0: And then epic. Mike yeah. also had something. Mike is interesting. You had a couple that Bloomberg sort of shot down early on. On iOS 12, the iPad home screen features more than just app icons. So really, I should blame Federigi for my loss. Sure. Right. But then Federico wouldn't have gotten speed, so like it's a give and take around here. Well, that well, that well that's it though, right? That's just helps me win more. So I blame
1: Craig Federighi for me losing this year.
2: You should just blame I don't, yourself. I blame him. For bad no, picks. No, they were good picks. Bad These are all picks.
1: things that are going to happen. <laughs> I was just wrong by maybe one year. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so upsetting what about sure. all of this
2: that's not how it works well so you're gonna just repeat the same pics for 2019
1: uh, look i'm not gonna say that it is impossible that i would do that all right mm, just you okay. know maybe i will okay. do that just copy and paste them right out of here i am as we speak copying and pasting okay. into my notes okay document. good luck good what luck, is this okay. what is this good luck from you you know, here's the thing, right? You keep playing it like this. Everyone's <laughs> gonna want you to lose. You know that, right? You're gonna turn everyone against you. Is that what you want?
2: There's, um, there's enough people who oh love me God. that I, I feel their support oh and 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 encouragement to keep uh, producing amazing predictions. See,
1: see what you will do to him. Turn him into a monster. He's a monster.
2: I'm a monster at winning picks. That's who I
1: am. I quit.
0: <laughs> no, you have to read <laughs> the sponsor first.
1: No, I've quit. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Pingdom, the company who make website performance monitoring really, really easy. If you've been listening to this show and you're enthralled by our content, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if customers couldn't access your content or click the buy now button that you want them to? You need to know that everything's running smoothly on your site, and more importantly, when it's not. And that's why you need Pingdom. Pingdom will let you know the moment your site goes down in whatever way is best for you. And they can also get the information needed to exactly who needs to solve that issue It will be sent directly to them, whether it's one person or your whole team. It's very customizable. Pingdom are dedicated to making the web faster and more reliable for everybody that wants to use it. They have more than 70 global test servers that emulate visits to your site, checking its availability as often as every minute. And if something goes wrong, they will let you know ASAP. All Pingdom needs is the URL that you want to be monitored, and then they'll take care of the rest. Don't risk being the last to know about something on your website breaking. Start monitoring your site today by going to pingdom.com slash RelayFM and signing up for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code CONNECTED at checkout to get an awesome 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and Relay FM. So the year in review time, we will go throughout the year talking about primarily, I think, the things that we spoke about and we were focusing on the most uh, in the show. How are we going to do this? Who's going to read them all? Steven. I feel like Steven's year, right? <laughs> As the host. As the resident historian yeah. uh, of the That's of a good of point. Yeah, you, this is just more history. It's just more recent than you normally do. but
0: yeah. <laughs> It's true. Ask me about these things again in 10 years, please. Okay. You will know them, so
2: won't be surprised. Yeah.
0: So this really began at the end of 2017. Remember all this? The iPhone battery gate. Apple is throttling your phone because it would shut down otherwise, and people were mad. The battery replacements were so expensive, and Apple announced at the very end of the year that for all of 2018, for a bunch of iPhones, you could do a $29 battery replacement. And people were mostly excited. I think some people thought this should be free, which is sort of silly. But 29 bucks, you get a battery put in, put in your old phone. I don't know about y'all. I have sent a ton of people to the Apple Store this year to do that, including like my own parents and family members as recently as this week. Remind them, hey, this ends at the end of the year. And then the other the price is going to go back up. Do you guys think people will be upset about that?
2: I, I had completely forgotten about this. And now I kind of regret it because I should have. Told my mom to get a new battery, and now she she will not be able to come to the Apple Store because there's a holiday. She's just sitting there in silent regret. Oh my God. She's gonna if, she's gonna she's gonna be so upset if she finds you've out you've let her down. You're a bad son. I'm, I'm a bad son. Um, Between
1: this
0: and the pranks you play
1: on her, yeah, is this just horrible. another prank?
2: <laughs> no, I haven't actually pulled any <laughs> you pranks. You pranked her really. out of thirty dollars. <laughs> Way to go! <laughs> I'm planning I'm planning something for Christmas. I still haven't decided what I what I want to do. What do you uh, mean? So like we'll you're see. planning something? What does that mean? <laughs> yes, that's what that's what I said. Oh, I, I want to do something that is fun. Who's it fun um, for? Me mostly, <laughs> um, and and the people who participate in the prank. Oh, uh, you're gonna have people for my mom. <sighs> yeah, usually Sylvia she just plays along, um, uh, because she's also terrible like me. Um, yeah, I feel bad. Um, This is ending on the the end of the year, right? Yeah,
1: the fee, uh, thanks to uh, Benjamin Mayo in the chat, the fee will become uh, $49 for all products except the iPhone X, which will change to $69, which is a nice price for a battery change, I think.
2: And it ends on on Boxing Day instead of December 31st? Oh, man. Uh, Well, that battery is gone. (laughs) I'm not getting a new battery.
1: (laughs) But it's not it's not expensive
0: to change anymore, forty nine instead of seventy nine. Yeah. You could just apologize right. and well, hand well, her thirty we'll bucks and, and or you could take care of it for. Say, so, hey, I'm gonna borrow your phone for the afternoon and go do it as an think apology. She, she's
1: gonna get a prank, but in fact you're actually just yeah. gonna fix her phone. Come, for her. You come
0: back with a Motorola droid. It's mm. a terrible prank. Well, you did that once. I, I used a droid for a the long EQ. time. Yeah. I've got it over here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up next, transmit okay. for iOS is discontinued, showing the end of pro app development on the iPad. Pack it up.
2: Um, I'm so sad that this this happened. I'm still using file browser on iOS. I mean, it's functional. It does its job well. Um, and you could you could use a bunch of other apps i know people use documents for ftp access and that kind of stuff i prefer file browser because of some advanced features that i like like shortcuts or like you can add um, specific folders for a remote location to your home screen as an icon which is nice um but i still miss the ui and the like the polish Mm -hmm. of transmit and i so wish that panic. Like I would subscribe to transmit. This is one of those apps that, especially now that I have a Mac Mini, so I connect to a bunch of folders that I that I use on my Mac Mini. Like I would pay, I don't know, a ten dollar subscription a year for transmit. You know, that kind of utility I would pay for. But um I guess they're focused on Coda now. Um this is the I think it's the only iOS app they still maintain oh no and prompt, which I also use, which is not a podcast. It's an app. Um there should be a podcast called Prompt though. that's a good name. Um, but yeah, it's a um, it's a sad announcement. I wish uh, I wish they would actually backtrack on this decision, uh, but I guess it's not happening.
0: I'm still using it; it still works. I sort of assume that that will not be true forever, and then I'll deal with it then. But uh, I use it a f- actually a fair amount for uploading shows to our host. It's very handy. Up next, we have Apple previews iOS 11.3. If you don't remember, the features included new Animoji and emoji and ARKit one point five. Tell me how much this has changed the way I work on your iPads and iPhones.
2: This is um, this has complete ARKit 1.5 has allowed me to use the iPad as my primary yes. computer. Um, <laughs> yes, because now I I basically the way that I work is I hold the iPad and I project a 3D graphic of a Macintosh on my table. <laughs> And, and I, and I touch that graphic with my hands. You can't do real AR so on a this Mac, is, right? You cannot do real AR on a Mac, which is why I'm using the iPad as my primary AR computer mm-hmm. um, projector. Yes, totally game changer. No, seriously, though, are you guys still using emoji? I know Mike, Mike is, he sends an emoji every once I'm more in a while. In, I'm still, mm-hmm.
1: as as predicted at the time when Memoji came out, I still use Bitmoji more because yep. of like the little scenes that Bitmoji yeah, will put
2: your character in. And there to. are those, those Bitmojis that you send us all the time, like the Savage mm-hmm. Mike Bitmoji, like those have become institutions of our yeah. um, private every, conversations. Everybody wants
1: to get the Savage one every now and then. Because that's that's when they are commended for their savagery, you know. Everyone wants to be savage. Is perfect. Uh, I I use it, but like you know, it's not a ton. I, I, this is one of those things. I expect that like slowly over time, they just keep making better and better. You know, like I'm I'm intrigued to see what they do to me emoji like over the next year because it feels like something that um, probably does help sell the phones. Even because people, whether they will or they won't use them, they might think that they'll use them and they're kind of like a cute thing. And it's like a demo thing. You know, I, I reckon kids love it. You know, like it's a, it's a, it's a cool feature. It is not
0: a groundbreaking feature,
1: but it's still fun.
0: I just, I just realized I, I cut my hair and I need to update mine because my little guy still has long hair. I should, yep. I should get on that.
2: Hmm. So very important that. Task. Uh why is the next item in our list?
0: Because at the heart of Connected, we you may think we cover Apple and related services and technologies, but really, we just do that as filler until the next news comes up about this service. <laughs> yeah, blah blah car. Our yeah. true calling as journalists
1: <laughs>
0: had uh, some changes in its business 11 months ago and I'm skimming this TechCrunch article and I, I don't remember what they did but they did no, something No, see, this is the thing, this is like the
1: end of our coverage for Blah Blah Car because they took away the Blobby guy
0: oh that's right, they, they did rebranding. the rebranding no!
1: so yeah. like it's not interesting to oh, us no. anymore because the Blah Blah Car mascot is gone So
2: the Blah Blah Monster is gone? oh no I'm watching
0: their rebranding video and there's people with tiny heads in it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: because this, this was part of the whole wonder of everything. It Like, it converged. Tiny heads will make an appearance later on. Um, but, you know.
2: Did you know that Blah uh, Blah Bla Car is the world-leading long-distance carpooling platform? And that it's a trusted community marketplace that connects car drivers with empty seats to passengers looking for a ride?
1: It's, w- it's super interesting to me that you can just roll this information just out for, like just
2: from <laughs> your brain. Did you know that they have... 60 million members in 22 countries and over 18 million travelers every quarter. I mean, it's a impressive company. I
0: think I want a seatbelt attaching me to my empty seat, just personally. I don't want an app to do that. I want, I want a seatbelt. Do you play the cricket sound effect for your own jokes or is it just for mine? It's just for yours. It's, it's weird. I try to put them in logic after my joke and the, it crashes every time.
2: <laughs> oh, uh. The founder and president of Blah Blah Car. His name is Frederick. So I guess that's a sign. Frederick Vetticcio. Frederick, <laughs> Frederick, Frederick Mazzella. Uh, sounds sounds kind of Italian. Uh, yeah, F- Frederick carries Brabakar's vision of a people-powered travel network. It's I true. Mean, we're, we're all about the people-powered... You would
1: really hope that he personally would carry the vision of the company that he's
2: the CEO for, right? The founder and president, Ooh. not even a CEO. He's, yeah. he's a president. I mean... Um,
0: yeah, they hired an adult to be CEO. Oh, really? Did they? <laughs> yes, uh, the uh, that happens though. a lot, though. <laughs> All right. The next story I think is is perhaps the the most interesting for me in January. Rumors of the iPhone 10R began, and so this is the 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 beginning of it will be a multi month story of this bigger LCD phone, but it has a notch and it's aluminum and not stainless steel. Even in these early reports, Ming-Chi Kuo had this iPhone 10R just locked down, it seems like. I mean, this is going to come up a lot throughout this episode, I think,
1: but Kuo has just, he gets a lot right, like a lot right, and it's sometimes is very, like the things he tends to get more right is when there's some kind of supply chain stuff, right? Like that's where he kind of, his information tends to live, but... I mean, there's a reason so many people pay attention to what Quo has to say, I think.
2: I mean, this was like at the time we, I remember the reaction, uh, like the confusion of, oh, Apple is making an LCD phone without 3D Touch. Was that? What does that mean for 3D Touch? They're never going to do this. And like, I think we, we realized that, I don't know if Apple is slowly, slowly walking back from 3D Touch, but I think it's pretty obvious that they don't necessarily consider it to be a deal breaker at this point. So they just wanted to make a phone with LCD without 3D touch. they just made one and whatever. Um, I think looking back, this is one of those rumors that at the time people were losing their minds over, uh, but now in hindsight, it kind of I mean it, it makes the most sense of all the rumors that I think we we have here.
0: Yeah, I just remember there being so much debate about like what this would mean for the you know like the iPhone eight and eight plus would this be the nine like all the marketing stuff is it's rarely present in these rumors because that's really internal to Apple and sometimes decided like really late in the game. But as Apple gets bigger and they make more of these things, like people just know about what's coming, hardware wise at least. And and it's sort of up to the rest of the, the world to sort of fill the story in around it till Apple makes it all clear. It's always it's always interesting. And it started really early last year. I mean this was January twenty third. It's early on in the in the cycle. We also had the first reports that began to sink Mike's, uh, uh, pick boat of, uh, iOS 12 features being shuffled off into the future for a focus on performance. Uh, another rumor that seemed like it held up over time.
2: Yeah, this was uh, I, I think the rumor said that, um, this came from like a meeting that Apple had internally and like a, a bunch of engineers participated in this meeting. um, this is the I, I feel like uh, in regard to software. This is sort of the rumor that shaped the narrative for Apple going into WWDC, uh, what they were gonna show for iOS 12, and it's pretty incredible that since basically six months before we had sort of a rough outline of what to expect for for iOS 12. There were a bunch of surprises, of course, but I think um, once again, um, German had this information correct and. There were people, there are always people on Twitter that um, do not necessarily believe what Gurman reports or that sort of accuse Gurman of being too, um, not sharing too many details. But I think in hindsight, looking back at all the reports from Gurman, I think he tends to be very correct, Um, even though sometimes he doesn't exactly get the specifics right, or rather, sometimes he doesn't share the specifics. Too many months before, if that makes sense, but the rough outline of what he's saying uh, tends to be coming true all the time. Um, so uh, German and Quo, I guess, are the winners of the year, if you will.:
0: And it brings us to February. Right out of the gate, we had we had a big, dramatic news story. Apple was going around stripping emoji out of apps banning people from the app store because they used a single emoji in their UI. People were freaking out. What, What happened here, Mike?
1: Well, it was like there was a couple of applications that were being rejected, uh, and as far as we could see, it was all they were being rejected for using emoji. And this was around a time where a lot of large applications, apps like WhatsApp and stuff, had started to redesign their emoji because they'd previously just been scraping Apple's emoji even on other platforms. And so there was a lot of like, huh, what is actually happening here? And basically, it turned out that some some apps were being rejected for using emoji as images rather than as text, right? That was kind of one part of it. But then it ended up kind of looking like there were some, some wild app reviewers who were just rejecting things left and right. And it mostly seemed to have got sorted out. Like the applications that were originally getting rejected ended up getting through again. Uh it seemed to be one of those many situations where something weird happens at App Review and nobody can understand why it's happening and then it gains a bit of traction and then just gets fixed and taken care of.
2: I I do did not remember these at all. Um I I don't know why. I think I know why I wasn't paying attention because I was working on a on a story that uh, like in February I was mostly busy writing a couple of the in-depth stories for the for the next month, I think. So this completely like flew past me. I had I had no almost no recollection of this entire saga. Um, so I guess now developers can use emoji as fonts um, as long as they don't don't actually embed the images, which I think is fine. Uh, it's, it was a weird controversy, like one of those things that I, com- I completely removed from memory.
0: Yeah, I think where that ended up is fair. I mean, like, like so many of these things, it was just awkwardly handled. Like the App Store review team seems to start doing stuff and people don't know why. And then Apple has like backfill with a message and they could always do better at that. But I feel like the, where it finally settled, you can use the font, but the images are ours. Don't embed them. Definitely don't put them in another platform. That I think is is pretty within Apple's yeah. right and pretty reasonable yeah. for from my yeah. point of view. February saw the launch of the HomePod. Remember that thing? It was uh, that was
2: delayed. It right? was.
0: Yep, it missed the holiday. Uh, showed up in early February, uh, as did the Tiny Head T. Perhaps the best connected T-shirt we've ever done. It was a, it was a real exciting time with tiny heads and giant speakers, but. But the HomePod was incomplete, wasn't it? There was something, something missing.
2: AirPlay 2 was delayed. Uh, to It came out eventually with iOS 11.4 just before WWDC, sometime in May. Um, and I remember February because I asked our common friend John Voorhees to uh, get me a HomePod in America and ship it to me with very expensive overnight shipping with FedEx or DHL, maybe, um, it turned out to be very expensive, with a lot of taxes uh, for Italian customs, but that was my first, m- my first HomePod, then I, shortly after getting the first US one, I got a second one from a guy on eBay, like this random person, an Italian person on eBay. Uh, I think he did what I did. He bought a HomePod from the United States and put it up for sale on eBay, Italy. And I also bought that one. And the third one came later at WWDC. I bought one with you guys. Um, I think it was at the Apple Park uh, retail store. And I I came back to Italy with a third HomePod, which I placed in the bedroom. And I wanted to see how long it would take Sylvia to notice the other, uh, the new HomePod and spoiler... Just
1: another sp- one of those teachy pranks.
2: Spoiler alert, just like the new iPad Pro that I bought last week, <laughs> it didn't take her long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's got our eye on you, man. She knows what you're she up to. She noticed the
2: iPad, the 11-inch iPad Pro, which I guess we'll discuss in the next episode. Maybe uh she noticed the new iPad Pro uh the next day and she noticed the HomePod also the next day. So, she notices things I cannot hide from her.
1: Yeah. If memory serves, we were all a little bit skeptical about the HomePod as to whether it was actually going to be something that yeah. we would like. Like I think that there was a lot of like, yeah, hey, we're gonna get one. I don't know, I don't know. And now we all have multiple ones. And
2: you especially, Mike, you were skeptical of the HomePod.
1: I was very skeptical. Yeah, I I said I wasn't gonna buy one, and then I bought one. So I was maybe the most skeptical, but uh, but that's probably why I only have two, and you two had three. <laughs> <So> skepticism. <laughs> do, work. do
2: we know? Like, are there things that? we think Apple is going to ha- add to the HomePod like before WWDC. Do we think there's anything they should do before like the next major major version of the software?
1: I don't really have any... I don't really have any feature requests for the HomePod to be honest, to be, to be quite honest.
2: It feels like... Like all that I want is to, for Apple to follow sort of like, a, like an Amazon Echo model of like you can enable a bunch of things and you don't need to have your iPhone with the app installed. I... I don't know if they're ever gonna do this. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah. I would like that, like skills, yeah. that and multi-user support. Even if it can't detect your voice, if you go to it and say, "Add this to Steven's reminder list," "Add this to Mary's reminder list," like just some awareness that most people live with other people. What a concept! Yeah. Imagine All right. That. What else do we have in February? We have the
1: first some- rumors of uh, over-ear headphones from Apple head pods head head pods, head, pods. head pods i would really like these because i would like some some uh either C or bluetooth over ear headphones um I, i'm still using the and h6 with a now a dongle mm. attached to them for when i travel but i'm kind of like refusing to buy any right now in the hopes that like apple mm. will make something amazing like airpods level of amazing uh but i don't I have no idea when that would even exist, yeah. like a product like that. But yeah, I'm kind of holding I'm in still out
2: very much waiting for this. I do have over year USB-C headphones from Sony, the MHX 1003-something. Uh, um, and they're amazing. But I also want Apple to make their own with maybe USB-C, but mostly the W1 chip for like longer battery, better performance, that kind of stuff. So I yep. hope this is one yep. of the 2019 products. But... I'm kind of skeptical because we haven't heard anything else about this rumor. I think there are no more details. Um, it's sort of one of those rumors that just disappeared uh, a few months ago, and we don't know what's going to happen. Stephen, the next item in in March. Uh, this is a very um, <laughs> why why are we talking about this? Why did you decide of all of all news why this one specifically?
1: Mike Mike put this in here i put it in there because it's one of those ones that everyone will have forgotten about, and I think it's too fun to not mention again. In March, there was a news report that Apple employees kept walking into the doors, the new glass doors at Apple Park, and that there were many 911 calls. So for anybody who forgot or didn't see this, this article is so wonderful to read, I think. Um, that it's worth looking back again, just reading the transcripts between the security people and the uh, 911 dispatchers. It's just, they're just wild things to read, like... Mm.
2: We had an individual run into a glass wall pane and they hit their head. They have a small cut on their head and they're bleeding slightly disoriented. We have on-site security with them right now. Are you with the patient now? No, I am not with the patient. We are trying to have a secure. Oh my God. This is, uh, is... Is he awake? He is conscious. Is he breathing? That we do not know. Yes, he's conscious and breathing. Oh my God!
1: <laughs> 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 you see? They're great. So you, if you've not read these, you, you should just read them like they're, they're very very good oh my god. they're very fun to read and luckily yes, it seems likely. like nobody was badly hurt mm. what? The guy why, why are
2: conscience. they talking like they're talking <laughs> about apps like dispatcher is he completely alert color unknown at this time we're still waiting for an update what <laughs> why she... He's a person. <laughs> oh my god okay well uh, have they fixed this problem? Do we know if they fix this problem with the maybe with stickers? We didn't wasn't there a report yes. somewhere that they
0: were putting like eye height stickers on some of the doors? They were putting uh, just uh, all the black Apple stickers they made for the Mac Pro. They got those back from the factory and sure. just put those everywhere. Okay. Face ID iPad rumored to debut in June. We were worried they were going to put a notch on the iPad.
2: Oh yeah, we were but, talking about the notch on the iPad. It's still, but it
1: still seemed like they were gonna put. It see, actually seemed like they're more likely to put a notch on the iPad after WWDC, right? Because they split the status bar up. Yeah. So it still seemed possible. Honestly, I, I we were still wondering if it was going to be a notch up until they showed it.
2: But also it didn't come out in June, and we were. Uh, we were expe- I remember uh, we were expecting, like, we were talking, are there going to be new iPads in June? And then we were very sad when they didn't show any iPads. It didn't happen in September either. Yeah. It was very sad in September,
1: right?
0: Like, yeah. might be more sad in September. Welcome to being a Mac user, guys. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There was also a lot of talk about what orientation this thing could be in, right? Because the iPhone's locked to portrait orientation. But as we know now, the iPad is... is effectively agnostic about which way you hold it for face ID to work as long as the camera is not hidden or you're not like at too an extreme of an angle. And I don't know about y'all, but like I, I, the only time I ever have trouble with face ID on my iPad is if my hands over it, you know, if something's yeah. like that, but it works yeah. really well. Yeah. I'm very, I still, still remain very happy with it. March also marked the beginning of a multi-month story about a cheaper MacBook Air uh, again we have friend of the show Ming-Chi Kuo talking about a affordable MacBook Air that would be in Q2. Uh, that uh, again also did not happen. It was basically the end of the year. But uh, this there was there wasn't had been so affordable, much affordable. Uh, right. And not more affordable. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's still too expensive. There was a new MacBook
1: Air uh, th- this product that was being spoken about here in this rumor did not
0: come to pass. Mhm. They didn't exist. No, I, I don't think so. I still, part of me still has hope that out there on the horizon, there is a thousand dollar Apple notebook, but the MacBook Air is not that machine, at least what we know of it today. So, uh, but it, it, this rumor came in the midst of a lot of conversation about what's going on at the low end of Apple's notebook line. And, and frankly, Apple hasn't done much to solve that. In some ways they've made it worse with a additional machine $1,200. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apple acquired Texture this month as well, which is the the magazine app, sort of all-you-can-eat magazine. You pay a subscription, you can read a bunch of stuff. I've never actually used Texture. I don't know if either of y'all have, but it's it's a thing. Apple owns it. It's still on the App Store. It's $5 a month. It really seems like at any point, that's just going to get pulled into Apple News to me.
1: There was a Bloomberg report like two weeks ago.
0: Oh, was there? Talking about that? saying that that it will be.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that that, um, Apple's going to be rolling it into um into apple news and they're currently struggling with getting some of the larger companies on board because at five dollars a month how can you convince the new york times that this is going to be cost effective for them compared to what they can get people to pay on their own
0: what was the there was a an app or service like this years ago for like indie web publishers Readability, Free- man. Yeah, that's all this is. It's Readability 2.0. <laughs> yeah.
2: They said they used to send you a check. They sent you a check. to <laughs> Your commissions. I got one. Yeah. That's <laughs>
1: um, what everybody wants. Check. Paper checks, please. In Europe. We love yeah, them.
2: Yeah, I bet this is going to be one of the um, things of 2019, like one of the announcements of 2019, this, this expansion of Apple Music to magazines with like a new subscription model. Um, this should... Yeah, this is going to be part of the narrative in 2019. And it could go alongside the new Apple Mm -hmm. video service, which seems like it's going to launch in 2019 at some point. So um, I'm curious to see what they do from a technical perspective. Uh, Like, will you read actual scans of magazines in Apple News? That seems inelegant. So I want to see, then again, will they convince all these publishers to turn their magazines into like actual HTML content customized for Apple News? I don't know.
0: I think that's what it's going to be. It'll be the content from the magazines, not not like the old-timey yeah. magazine pages scanned yeah. in.
1: It's like getting past the New York Times or Financial Times' paywalls in yeah. Apple
0: News, right? Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. what they're trying to build here. I think that's exactly right. So, uh, I th- you know, that's uh, it was a very public thing. It was on Apple's newsroom, for crying out loud. A lot of times they acquire companies and you just sort of hear whispers, but they were very upfront about their purchase. And I think we are going to hear a lot more about it next year. Yep. Allow me to
1: surprise you all by reminding you that there was an Apple event in March. Yeah, the the <laughs> it one at was the, high the school, education right? event. Yep, where they introduced, where they spoke about education, where it was basically nothing new, but they were just focusing on it, and they unveiled the now three hundred and twenty nine dollar iPad, the sixth generation iPad, with the Logitech Crayon, which is the Logitech branded third-party product that works like an Apple Pencil but has specific technology in it that means it can just work still Mm. with that 6th generation iPad.
2: I have one of these iPads that I bought for some doing like reading and watching video. It's a a good iPad um, but I cannot use it anymore because I cannot stand the bezels and the home button anymore Um, which is why I got (laughs) an an Inch iPad Pro but we'll talk about that. Uh, I think it was a... It's not an exciting event, but uh, it was a bunch of old information, especially about the education (laughs) features. Uh, But it was in Chicago, I think. Was that in Chicago? And John was was very excited about the fact that it was in Chicago. And also Apple did a a bunch of things at the Chicago Apple Store. Um,
1: Which had just opened, if memory serves. Yeah,
2: and I think John was interviewed by the local television uh, network. <laughs> so that was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, mostly mostly boring event, unless you're a teacher, and even then, teachers yeah. have some thoughts <laughs> I hear from Fraser that you know most of the th- the stuff they talked about was kind of old. So
0: the uh, the iPad I think is a great value yeah. for what you get. I mean, yeah, in all of Apple's lineup, it's probably the best value of yeah, any absolutely. hardware they sell.
2: Um, the next item I had completely forgotten about until a few weeks ago.
1: Well, but even then, though, right? So, do you want to okay. say what it say? What it is
2: in March, Foxconn acquired Belkin, and therefore also Linksys and the Wemo brands. Um, I because we were
1: talking about this as one of them. Like, I I think this came up. I don't remember how, but we were saying, "Oh, do you remember when Foxconn bought Belkin?" But I I completely yeah. forgot that they yeah. also included this Linksys is exactly and Wemo. I
2: had when I remember this. I had the same reaction that I had last year. When I remembered that Mozilla now owns Pocket, I had completely removed (laughs) that piece of information. And when I remembered that, I had the same reaction. So, yeah, they acquired Belkin, which is one of the... Belkin continues to be one of those uh, accessory makers that Apple sort of collaborates with. For example, uh, like Logitech, for instance. Uh, In this case, Belkin is making a bunch of... um, like the wireless charging dock for the uh, iPhone and Apple Watch, and the um, HDMI USB-C to HDMI adapter with support for 4K and HDR, which are only available on the Apple Store. So it's one continues to be. I guess it's not surprising because it's Foxconn and they make iPhones, so they have a relationship. But they c- continues to be one of the the brands that sort of do the only at Apple type of deals for accessories.
0: That brings us to April. Uh, which started off with a real exciting article on the second Bloomberg reporting that Apple will switch to ARM in its Macs in 2020, leaving Intel behind, going to the future of their own chips. This seems like it's still probably the the course forward. It feels like 2020 is totally reasonable to me. What yep. do you guys think? I think this year has
1: only added more fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Like It feels like... Things Apple's missed on, plus things Apple seem to be working towards, all only further indicate that this is a very strong yeah. possibility. Um, what I think
2: WWDC 2019 will um, should be able to give us a hint if this is actually happening or not, like depending mm-hmm. on the scale of the project Marzipan or project Sneak Peek, whatever it's called, depending on how extensive that is, I think we'll have a pretty good indication that they're actually moving forward with this idea. The only the only thing that is kind of um, strange to me is the fact that a Mac Pro is coming out in 2019 and it's not going to be ARM-based. So it, it'd be kind of... I don't know, it'd be kind of weird to have such a major release. But that's Um, probably
1: always going to be the last product, though, in the the transition, right? It it was last time.
2: I guess. So maybe it'll come out in 2019 and the ARM version will be ready in 2023 or something.
0: I think, too, people who are going to buy the Mac Pro may be more comfortable staying on Intel longer. I think that was definitely true in the PowerPC to Intel Transition that a lot of people probably hung on to power Maybe pros were more apt to do that, especially if they had, you know, PowerPC specific things. And so I I agree with you, Federico. It's a little weird, but I think I think in the grand scheme of things that'll shake out okay, that the the Mac Pro will be the last new Intel Mac. And and I think the more I think about this, you know, the, the Mac Pro has been delayed. Uh, again, between is it now a 2019 product? I wonder if part of that is building an Intel Mac, but building it, building the infrastructure for that machine in a way that they could move it to ARM without like totally redoing it all. So yeah, so that it doesn't require a brand new macro, Mac again. You know, third for the third time. <laughs> because
1: was didn't the uh, the cheese grate didn't that go from PowerPC to Intel same design?
0: It did. And how they did it was the case stayed the same, but they totally redid all the guts. And and maybe they're doing a Mac Pro with ARM in mind. You know, I think that's a reasonable thing to expect. So it's definitely something to look for. I agree with you guys. 2019 just pointed me in this direction more and more. Or 2018 did. And I'm sure 2019 will as well. We also had a, a huge, huge iPhone release. The Red, Product Red iPhone 8 came out. And I... I gotta say, like the iPhone ten R uses the same design. It looks so good.
1: Yeah. This was confusing though, right? At the time. It was like, oh, iPhone eight is the one you're doing? Okay. Because right, the it was like, shouldn't it have been the iPhone ten? Yeah. Like it was it was a little bit confusing at the time. Still remains still continues to be confusing. I don't really know why they did it. But now <laughs> At least, I guess we can probably assume there will not be a Project Red iPhone 10 because of the 10R, right? There probably won't be one.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I feel like they they're happy to have just one of them. I don't see the 10S yeah. showing up in red this spring. We also have a, a uh, proposal from Apple in April for uh, accessibility focused oh, yeah. emoji. This included several uh, items: uh, an ear with a hearing aid, a service dog person in a wheelchair person with a cane lots of uh emoji options to sort of round things out i absolutely loved the story when it came out uh, i love it now and it's going to be really great yeah. when these start showing up
1: yeah that's 2019 by the way is because this was a proposal this wasn't apple saying like we're debuting these emoji. Like, they had to propose them to the uh,
0: Unicode committee. So Jeremy has to approve them first.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so this, for Apple, though, this might be early 2020. Like, it it depends on when they're going to release it, right? Because, like, if you think, like, Apple don't always, they don't release uh, the new emoji with the uh i like zero ios release so it could be late 2019 early 2020 it it just depends really but they're great you would expect they would get these ones in as quickly as possible considering they do already have Mm -hmm. the designs done (laughs) (laughs) right they they did the designs this was
0: all in the blog post but yeah it's great yeah it's really it's really awesome We also had big news that would have rocked 2007, Stephen. Smug, <laughs> smug mug bought... The smug, <laughs> the smug bug. <laughs>
1: Hello there. I bought your Flickr.
2: <laughs>
0: smug mug bought Flickr. It is uh, not part of Oath slash Verizon Media Group, as it was recall, renamed but last what, week. What
2: is Verizon Media Oh, my God.
0: This is the new thing, man. They
2: have
1: just a big capital Y as their logo, which doesn't make any sense.
0: Oath was a company owned by Verizon. Oath was made up of Yahoo properties and AOL properties taped together by Tim Armstrong. He left. Whoever was running Oath previously left. Now Verizon has a new CEO. And he came in and said, why do we have all these dying media companies? We should just build out 5G. And so... Oath is being renamed Verizon Media Group, which is the most boring company name in the history of the planet. And they—they they very unfortunately are downsizing a lot of people, including like mm-hmm. friends of ours at other websites, which is a real bummer. Uh, but I am glad Flickr was sort of scooped out of this. Smugmug seems to be a pretty well-run company. I think it's a family company, which is pretty cool. It is a family company. I remember we—I know this because we said it last time. That's how it. I found that out. Just like Relay yeah. is a family company. And, uh, the, (laughs) it's not really true, uh, but Flickr did make some waves at the end of 2018 saying that if you had over a thousand photos on your free account, they were going to start like photos above a thousand were going to be removed unless you paid, which was Mm -hmm. not awesome. Some people really were upset about that. I mean, the truth is Flickr is, is over, you know, it's, it's glory days were 10 years ago and, uh, Mm -hmm it's sad you know I've, i have an account there I, I was a pro member for a really long time i let it lapse years ago uh it's kind of on my to-do list just to i have some pictures that i reference in blog posts. i need to move those and then i'm going to be done it's it's just time to go it's time and the sun yeah. is is over yeah well I'm smug smug really. bugs uh mm-hmm. don't like the sun <laughs> They the work in darkness <laughs> I only want to darkness. It's very
1: smug what about his it. voice. It's this smug bug. It's the smug bug. It's very That's smug what he like. about his status. Hello. <laughs> 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 I'm killing your photos. They're mine now. This episode is brought to you by PDF Pen, the ultimate tool for editing PDFs from our friends at Smile. Using PDF Pen, you can say goodbye to filing and go completely paperless to scanning and OCR. You can mark up and highlight PDFs to your heart's content. You can search and redact sensitive information such as account numbers or stuff you don't want to be shared. You can even correct text in PDFs without needing the originals. That's wildness. Absolute wildness. I love PDF Pen. I use it on all my platforms. I love that on uh, the Mac version, it has these like... Ruler guides now, so if you should, like hover around a document, it puts these little red lines in. And when you click, it keeps things like in line with the text. It's really very, very clever stuff. I, I love it. I, I use PDF Pen on my iPhone. I used it today to sign a contract. It is contract signing season for me at the end of the year, and and I could not get through this about PDF Pen. It's such an important tool in my tool set, I use it every single day, as well as the regular PDF Pen on the Mac. They have PDF Pen Pro, which has even more features like create an editing table of contents, converting websites into PDF, and so much more. And if you are a lover of dark mode, PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro support dark mode on Mojave, plus smoother scrolling, faster thumbnail drawing, and an increased maximum zoom. Basically, if you deal with PDFs at all, you need PDF Pen. Learn more about PDF Pen and PDF Pen Pro at smilesoftware.com podcast. That's smilesoftware.com podcast. Our thanks to PDF Pen for their support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: May marked the biggest story of the year. The iMac G3 celebrated its twentieth anniversary.
2: See, this is where you put in the crickets. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice.
1: My, I have one memory of this, which was you and Jason working together
0: to write an article in Austin at my bachelor party. That's true. Uh, we were in the hotel and Jason texted me and mm-hmm. said, hey, come bl- come, come pro blog with me. And so we blogged together. It's a lot of fun. We really know. Us nerds
1: really know how to do bachelor parties. Yeah, it was crazy. (sighs) Blogging, podcasting, Mm -hmm. all the great stuff.
0: May also was yet another chapter in Twitter's slow murder of third-party clients. So when they announced the API changes that now we're living with, uh, that things like favorites and retweets and push notifications are all going to be different now with third-party apps they initially had said. I think I've read back through these, and like I cannot tell what actually happened. But basically, Apple or Twitter, excuse me, had a date, and everyone freaked out. So they moved the date back to August, and they announced that change. Yeah, but they didn't change anything. It <laughs> <laughs> just changed the date. Nothing changed, just the date. So, uh, so that was sort of part one of this. We're going to come back to the story uh, in a later month when it actually got implemented. We also saw a class action lawsuit over the MacBook Pro keyboards. We all remember that, uh, you know, a single crumb would come under a keyboard and then you'd have to use an iBook G3 during a live podcast recording. Cause your MacBook Pro is useless. Very relatable mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. And, we'll uh, you know, class action lawsuit, which I don't cover these. Like I find them sort of gross to talk about. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess don't, they feel weird, but, uh, it was just a sort of a, a line in the sand with these keyboards, which Apple has improved a little bit the 2018s. Actually, my 2018 has been pretty solid, but the that old keyboard, the second-gen keyboard mm. is still present on the MacBook and the MacBook Escape. So if you have one of those, don't eat um, a sandwich near it, I guess. Or if you do, mm-hmm. you can join this class-section lawsuit.
2: A couple of weeks ago that one of the keys on her uh, 2017 MacBook Pro has started to fail. So... She's gonna join the class action. (laughs) I don't know. She's (laughs) no, but we're we're gonna go to the Apple store soon, I I think.
0: We also had Federico, your Second Life article, which is like a game I remember from like 2005. I guess you finally checked it out.
2: Yes, that was a a story about the game Second Life. And uh, say,
1: don't give Stephen the credit. He only knows this because of the office. No, that is 100% true. Yep, you see, I know. Okay. Your, I know where you get your references. <laughs> I just saw yeah. that episode like two days ago. <laughs> We're also watching the
2: office. I mean, I'm watching the office um, because Sylvia doesn't like the office, so I'm watching it by myself. It's a great, it's great show. show. So this man. was a good article actually, and sort of a se- thank you, uh, one of your it was, best uh, about workouts and uh, using the Apple Watch. Good stuff. I I enjoyed writing this one, even though it's kind of heavy in places. But I, uh, it's one of the articles that I that I'm actually kind of proud of. So uh always uh you know it's
1: you can uh y- you can choose to ignore this question if you want and it's perfectly fine But uh, are you still mostly it yeah
2: up? it's been a rough period for the like the Good. month of december i haven't worked out much um it i, I think we've been like and this is like personal stuff but it's fine we're we've been busy with like um taking care of the dogs and like a bunch of schedule things that we had planned. And also, like I was busy with the traveling and stuff. Uh, but it's um, I'm buying new equipment for working out because my old indoor bike is starting to fall apart. So uh, I'm gonna be uh, jumping back into my old schedule and routine um, as soon as I'm done with all these things for the holidays. Uh, because one of the one of the things that I was not expecting, um is that I, I'm, when I do not exercise and when I don't do my workouts, I miss that feeling. And it's starting, something that, especially in the past two weeks, as if we've been busy with Ginger, Ginger, one of our dogs, and the site, Max Stories, has just been crazy, and I haven't been able to work out. But I actually crave that feeling again. Um, like I, I need to work out and I need to, to, to do all of these things again, which I, which I guess it's, it's, it's a good sign. Um, so yeah, um, looking back at this article, it kind of, it's funny because it's, it sort of serves as inspiration for myself, which is a weird thing to say, but I'm very, it's one of the articles that I'm really happy and, um, that, that I wrote. It's, uh, up there with, um, in my personal favorites with the, I made you a mixtape story from two years ago. Uh, it's one of the articles that I constantly, uh, look up to, so uh, thank you for including this in the roundup. Um, I'm glad that people liked it. And
0: that brings us to June, which is the biggest month of Apple News. We have wwwwwwwdc. Yes. Lots of W's in there. We had our first live show in San Jose, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Federico taught us yes. about Susan Hammer, which was critical to it's the coverage time. we had to do that day.
2: No, that's all you need to know
1: tennis or something
2: yeah she was really she was really into uh susan hammer uh former mayor of san jose she was really into tennis and um also uh she was a mayor in the 90s when mc hammer was a he was a popular i guess and kids would stop uh susan hammer in the street yelling it's hammer time <laughs> which was just an incredible story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it got me again. <laughs>
2: just imagine—it's
1: just the, like it's—it's it's not like mean bullying, right? Like it's not it's mean, not, no. But it's no, like it's, it's like it's, the best kind of like teenager bullying right where like yes. they're saying a thing to you and you can't say anything back to them <laughs> it's just like you have no response to that you have to kind of embrace it so yeah. good such so, a good story uh, we, i love we it thank
2: we thank susan <laughs> hammer for her service to the city of san jose and we for do. giving her name to the beautiful uh theater where we had our live show and where most importantly yeah. where we all won some trophies um I mean, mine was a, was a good trophy. Stephen was Stevens was a a decent stro- trophy. Uh, Mike, how was your how was your trophy?
1: My toilet trophy still sits on my <laughs> windowsill. <laughs>
2: uh, ne- n- next year, you'll get a better one, Michael.
1: Well, will I though?
2: The <laughs> 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 better ones will be available. <laughs> will I get one? We'll see. <laughs> depends. Um. Oh yeah, uh, I see in the show notes. This is very important. The prompt briefly returned in the month of June. It did for a very, a very complex um, <laughs> round robin that I had oh, completely God. removed from memory. <laughs> uh, it was like even destroyed
1: the the tradition of the round robin in we our special a... episode. It
2: was a special episode. Uh, we had like the logo and the music, I think, and the follow up sounds. I miss the sound effects. Timer quality. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, yeah. Hey, timer quality, you know? Uh, But it was a very complex round robin that we never attempted ever again. So uh, it was very confusing, Steven.
1: Well, I think it's only never been attempted again because me and you revolted so
0: badly. Yes, it was. Uh,
2: How was it supposed to work again? Like round robin, but then flipped in reverse. It was super confusing.
0: No, every time... It's, it wasn't that hard. Every new round, someone the next person started. It's the only fair way to do it. Or otherwise, someone would always mm. be last. And no one wants to be last.
2: Okay. No. All right. Month of July. So...
0: Hang on. We're just skipping over all the actual news from WWDC. I just want to be clear about that. that we're just moving on. I
1: mean, what's the point in going over it, right? Like, we all know what happened. Like, Okay. If, I'm I, w- de- I mean, I'm fine with that. My feeling is, like, WWDC and the September event, like, there's not really much... Point and cover in those. But like, I mean, because I
2: mean, special shout out though to ARKit Kit um, Two, which
0: <laughs> and our artwork. See,
2: being that was in, in the
1: document. We should definitely take a moment to talk about that. I think about that moment a lot. It is my Twitter banner. What an incredible, th- what an incredible thing! Not just one of the best things of the year. One of the best things that has ever happened to me. Because I would, never would have believed that I, we, could have been in that position. Like. I have like this fracture on my wall, not a sponsor of this episode, but it's a true thing, of Tim Cook standing in front of an Apple Watch with the connected logo on it. Like what an incredible thing to have happened. Just wonderful.
2: Yeah. I, I think about the moment a lot too when like when I was in the audience uh and I actually saw the logo like I couldn't believe uh that I was seeing the connected logo and Casey brought me back to reality. It was like it was incredible. So that was very cool.
1: And I guess in true, you know, just like of course it would happen to us. Not one of us was in the same place as one of the other one of us during that moment. Uh, Because I guess that just feels like the way we would do things, right? (laughs) When they're just never together.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I I didn't make it out to San Jose until the day of the live show. And you were there and Mm -hmm. Federico was in the room. Um, If you haven't seen this picture, it's the artwork for this episode. So just go (laughs) on your podcast player. Uh, Moment of the year.
2: So, anyway, yeah, i mean, WBC, iOS 12, ARKit 2, which is the only true announcement of the show, uh, and the, all the demos for ARKit 2. Um, yeah. yeah, we should move on to July, which was a good month for you, Michael, I suppose. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, pers- personally Yeah, it was, fun.
1: it was fun to go through these <laughs> stories to be like, I don't remember that. Oh, it's because I wasn't on the episode. Yeah, I did listen to them, but I didn't remember talking about this stuff, because I was off for basically the whole month, which was so, great. Thank you both for covering for me. And it did result in another very connected thing, where our 200th episode is just Stephen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, for context, Michael got married in the month yep. of July, and I remember this because at Max Stories, we were doing um, a 10th anniversary series of articles and podcasts for the App Store that turned mm-hmm. ten on July ten, July eight, or something, uh, and as we were working on this stuff and publishing articles and episodes of App Stories every day, Michael was getting married. So one yes. of my, I think my article launched on the day that Mike <laughs> of Mike's wedding, which was fun. Um, but we pl- we it was like this huge effort that we had worked on for like a couple of months, me and John. Um, but it was fun to look to look back at the history of the App Store. Uh. Um, um, like some old apps and old games that, uh, that, I, that, that I hadn't you know, heard the names for a long time. I personally did a story about App Store preservation um, and sort of the future of like what happens when an app or a game disappears from the App Store. And that article had like a bunch of quotes from the MoMA, uh, the Museum of Modern Arts, which was very cool to be able to ask them questions. Um, yeah, it was like this huge effort for the month of July and I was exhausted after that. But it didn't matter because I needed to start working on my iOS 12 review in July. So that was fun.
0: Yeah, my story for that was 10 years of App Store changes. And it was like hands down the hardest thing I wrote this year. It was so difficult to like, I had to like find devices. You can't install old versions of iOS very easily. It's like finding an iPod Touch, running iOS 3 and like, you know, and the App Store barely works anymore. It's like this stuff is all just like, disappearing out from under us. And I'm glad we were able to capture it in that article. It's, I'm really yeah. proud of that column. But it was really yeah. backbreaking. Yeah, it was very good. What else do we have here? We have uh, Mac Mini refresh rumors beginning. We also have, with that, uh, larger display Apple Watches. Again, two things that uh, Ming-Chi Kuo effectively write on. <laughs> Uh, months in advance uh you know minus the low cost notebook thing so I, so I remember at the time the only thing being strange about the mac mini rumor to me is that was right after wwdc that it was rumored and sometimes july is kind of a quiet time for apple news because people are just sort of heads down working on stuff out of the conference but uh, here we are with with rumors already we also had Instapaper splitting away from pinterest which we mentioned because uh we all three have been as paper users in the past i still am i still use it every day and it's uh it's something that um an app that i care about made by people who uh know what they're doing a nice nice team running it and i think it's i think it's fair to say that under pinterest it it didn't necessarily get the attention someone just wanted and now it's sort of Mm. yeah yeah they were they were basically broken in the Mm. eu for a long time But it seems like they've got that stuff behind them, and they're pushing out nice updates again. And uh, I'm optimistic about Instant Papers' future. I really am.
1: Yeah, I I don't use it, not for any particular reason. I just don't don't really read articles in this way. But I hope that it still exists, because it feels like one of those applications which has been around for such a long time that I would love to see it continue.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got a long history. I mean, it was in the App Store really Mm -hmm. early on. Uh, we also had new MacBook Pros, uh, spec bumped. The revised keyboard we talked about, but <laughs> there was a, an issue with the firmware. They were basically like heavily throttling, and Apple had a software fix for that, and everything was kind of okay again. It's such a weird story. It's so strange yeah. that this shipped this way.
2: Yeah, it's super weird. Oh, the next item is not fun at all. I remember Ew. this. Okay, so month of August. We're into August. Yes. Yes, um, which is a very important month because I turned thirty. Um, just you know, Happy the morning, birthday. You know. Thank you. Uh, it's kind of late, but I, I'll I'll take it. Um. I always wait
1: for the year and review episode to wish you a happy birthday.
2: Sure. Um, Apple uh, kills officially this time the app, the app affiliate program. So Apple used to run through a platform called Performance Horizon Group or PHG, um, an affiliate program for apps where people could earn commissions on sales for apps and games and in-app purchases and that kind of stuff. Um, there were rumors that Apple was going to discontinue this um, cert, this, this program uh, the previous year, in 2017. Uh, but then Apple sort of said, no, the, the announcement was wrong. That was a very weird story. But eventually, in August 2018, they confirmed that, yes, they were ending the affiliate program for apps in November, I think, or October. Uh, on October 1st. So uh, that essentially... Um, May uh, the the consequences of that announcement, I think, are still being felt, and through the the Apple community. Um, luckily, MacStories and other websites, uh, we moved away from affiliate linking as our primary source of income years ago when apple started lowering their commissions and just not paying much attention to the, to the program and also with the transition to freemium apps and and free downloads um those commissions were going down anyway so uh, mac stories and other websites i think uh we moved away from that model years ago and were fine but other w- Publications. I remember Touch Arcade, for example, being impacted by this announcement. And also apps and utilities and other services surrounding the affiliate program where uh, had to be discontinued. For example, the Blink app by a friend John, which I still use because it's an excellent way to search the App Store and, and copy a link to an app and, and read its release notes, it was discontinued and it never came out on the Mac is John actually had a, a Mac app ready to go um the next day but Apple announced the end of the affiliate program and the day before John needed to decided to never release the the Mac version yeah that was a very unfortunate um series of announcements uh, I I mean I'm sad that this has happened. Uh, for example, I don't know if you noticed, but this year uh, we didn't do a Thanksgiving uh, like Black Friday roundup for app discounts on MacStories, just because it doesn't make sense to do it anymore. There's no money to be made there. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen to MacStories deals, which is the Twitter account that we used to run for app discounts, uh, because that. That just become becomes a cost because it doesn't make any money directly anymore. So I don't know, but it's sad that Apple did this, and you know, it's the right to 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 end this program. But it's still sad for um, uh, indie websites, smaller publications, and other services that make money off the program. So. That was that was sad, uh, but in better news. I mean, besides my birthday, uh, Relay FM also had a birthday in August. Uh, Relay FM turned four, so happy birthday, Mike and Stephen! You you are Thank four. You. All the great birthdays. Yes. Uh, and you host. Uh, you you had a special Q and A episode of Connected. That was a very good one. Uh, and I think I was not on it because I was on vacation at the beach.
1: Yep. So it just all worked out perfectly. It gave us a place yep. to do our Q and A. Because uh, you
0: were on the beach. Yeah. Topping to up your tan.
2: Mm Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: It's hard to believe it's been four years. Now, four and a half. Five
1: years next year. So, next up, third party Twitter apps uh, had to remove their features because of the API changes that we spoke about earlier. So this saw TweetBot and Twitterific remove a bunch of notification features, um, and one of the big kind of things that ended up being removed was stats and activity stuff um, was, was taken away. This killed uh, Apple Watch apps as well. I miss the uh, the ability to see the stats and stuff very easily, but that's about it for me I mean this is kind of what I said at the time because I just wasn't using the other types of features the only other thing really is like tweets are a bit slower but in times when I want real time tweets like if I'm watching like some kind of event or something and want to see tweets in real time I just move over
0: to the regular app
1: like it's fine but it's a shame
0: yeah those features are still there you can go to the web as well uh, if you need to but it's just not in these third party apps I kind of feel how you feel like it's It's a bummer, but it hasn't really changed my relationship with my Twitter client. I still use TweetBot, and it's a little frustrating at times, but it it hasn't been that big of a deal. We also have uh, this month, uh, again, returning (laughs) to iPhone rumors, that 3D Touch would be removed from all 2019 iPhones. We still don't know if this is going to be true or not. We know that the iPhone XR lacks 3D Touch, and they or replacing with haptic touch. In fact, the most recent iOS update included more places where haptic touch touch works, which is ba- basically just a long press that then the, the thing just kicks you and says, Hey, I did it. I, I would be okay with it. As long as they bring to haptic touch, uh, peak and pop. I do use that mm-hmm. frequently. And I, I believe that, uh, the haptic touch stuff doesn't support that yet. And I think they would need to add that for me to be okay with giving up the rest of it.
1: I agree with you. Like, it's gonna... I think they've got quite a bit of... A, it's, there's a little way for me that they would need to go. I think Peek and Pop seems like it would be a difficult thing for them to do because, like... So, I played around with the Haptic Touch on Notification Center. It does not work the same. Uh, you have to... Uh, on the ten R. XR, the notification pops up when you let go. It's very peculiar. So, like, you press oh, down okay. and let go and mm. it pops up. So, it still doesn't even work the same as the iPad. So... It's it's kind of peculiar. I don't don't really get it. Um, It seems like there's still some work to do on it, to be honest. Alright, that rounds out August, so we've just got a few more months left of the year, and (laughs) there really isn't much that we're going to talk about for the end of the year, because it's just happened. Um, but there's still some stuff September and October are big months but before we tell you all about those let me take a moment to thank our final sponsor for this episode and that is Kane 11 the company who make ridiculously comfortable socks in precisely your size the socks that you're wearing right now I'm sure that they are a one size fits all or a one size fits like a group of sizes type thing but we don't have the same size feet and that is why the folks over at Kane 11 thought that since we wear our socks every day It's time to change that. Kane 11's merino wool socks offer a precise fit. Their name, Kane 11, comes from the fact that there are 11 available sizes from 7 through to 17. And you will be amazed when you feel the difference of socks that actually fit your shoe size they are high quality and they will hold up wash after wash i mentioned that they're made of merino wool this means that it's going to keep your feet warm in the winter and cool in the summer it's magic it's truly magic stuff and cane 11 socks are available in smart confident styles to suit your look steven could you tell me about your cane 11 socks please i want to know how comfortable your feet are
0: they're great i am one of those people that the all size fits all i kind of fall in between so i have socks that are either like too big or too small. And then like you try to stretch it. It's it's always been a problem. And Cane 11, you go and you can order exactly the size you are. And their website gives you some advice that if, you, if you're if you like a 10 and a half, maybe you should do this instead of that. It's really great. So they showed up and they fit perfectly. Uh, it's really awesome. So I've actually ordered some additional ones. They're going to be here after Christmas. And I'm excited to, to transition out of my all size fits all except Steven into a, a world where my socks fit perfectly.
1: All purchases come with the cane 11 promise. If for any reason you don't love your socks, just send them back for an exchange or a return. No questions asked. Cane 11 socks make the perfect gift for the person who has everything in their life because they definitely don't have these. <laughs> this is something that doesn't exist anywhere else. And once you wear Kane 11 socks, you'll never go back to that one-size-fits-all again, just like Stephen, or the one-size-fits-all-but-Steven size that he was having before. To get your own Kane 11 socks, go to Kane11.com slash connected and enter the promo code CONNECTED and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Kane11, one K-A-N-E slash CONNECTED, promo code CONNECTED for 20% off your first order. Our thanks to Kane 11 for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: September, the month of new iPhones and new Apple Watches. And off the bat, we have product names and images.
2: Oh, that was fun.
0: (laughs) This was such a wild day. This story and going through it reminded me of the
1: year prior, right? Where we had the HomePod leak, which gave away a bunch of Mm -hmm. information. Uh, this was like that. 9to5Mac were sniffing around on some URLs and they found product photography of two sizes of iPhone and the larger screened Apple Watch, the, the uh, Apple Watch Series 4. Yeah. With the wild, like, what is this home sc- like this Apple Watch screen? There's so much information, right? This is ugly. Ah! The
2: best uh, part of this article is the image caption that says, not a mock-up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: just so you know not a mock-up uh and then also within 24 hours there was uh a lot of talk about what the new iphone names would be iphone 10s max was the name to which many people including yours truly believed could not possibly be yeah. the name of the larger phone
2: yeah uh Again, it was people were losing their minds. Um <laughs> and I thought it was very strange. The only argument that I sort of bought into was the idea that Plus sounded kinda like it had something more, but Max just sounded like it was bigger. And that kinda turned out to be true because the 10s and the 10s Max are the same phone, but one is bigger. So I guess them the change to the max name kinda made sense. It still sounds very strange to call it the basically the way that people call it the iPhone XS Max. They don't say 10S, mm-hmm. they say XS, or in Italy they say XS. So um XS, yeah, XS max. IPhone XS Max. So uh that's not that's not a, that's not a good couple of words to say together. Um but yeah, I guess it you know. Uh, whatever works for Apple works for us. Um, September, also, I mean, September September event, uh, 10R, 10S, S Max, Apple Watch, Mojave, which uh, i still not sure how to pronounce. Is it Mojave? Is it Mojave? Nobody knows. Um, and iOS 12. Mojave. Mo- Mojave. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the smug
0: bug voice again? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the smug bug. Everyone's in, the smug bug knows how to pronounce product names. Uh, he's mm-hmm. very smug mm-hmm. about them too. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, it's because he knows them and you don't. Yeah, he's very smug about. He
0: it. would never call it the iPhone XS. I'm just saying. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. He's
1: too smug. Yeah, he would never. Um, there were more anniversaries. Uh, ten years of Stephen's website because um, it wasn't. It's not ten years of five twelve pixels, right? It's like ten years of Stephen's website. Is that right? Yeah, it's got to be yeah. right. It had yeah. a name
0: change a couple years into its life, but, but it's the same
1: uh, same thing, right? Like same site, but just a different name. Ten years. Is.
0: It is continuous. It is, it is continuous.
1: Yep. All of the links still work, is my understanding. And uh, Club Mac Stories, the Club Mac Stories, which is the Mac Stories membership newsletter uh, that Federico has been writing, so it's, so it's third year. Um, it did strike me that you two chose... I mean, I don't know if 10 years ago it was the same, but like just interesting times of the year, like a very busy time
0: of the year to, to launch such big projects. Not the case 10 years ago. No, cause the, I can imagine that, actually. Yeah. The iPhone was a WBC product. You know, kind of like the new phones announced in the summer. It wasn't till the 4S, till it was the fall. So I just started in September because that's when I left the Apple store and I could block. So it wasn't anything to it. It was just, how fast can I stand up a WordPress site? But yeah, a decade. It, it really... I mean, I go through the archives. You know, we're talking about just a year on this show. We've forgotten things. There are things in my archives I come across sometimes that, like, I don't remember writing. I don't remember... You know, it's like, it's just so... Much stuff, uh, but it's one of those things like I will always have this site no matter what else happens. It's just a part of me at this point.
2: Yeah. Mine was just a stupid decision to launch in September three years ago. But um, <laughs> I did it for one specific reason, which was, and in hindsight, I'm actually pretty happy about it because it worked out well. Um, that I wanted to launch and immediately have an integration between the club and my iOS. Ten review. Uh, so the idea was I launched this thing and there's immediately going to be benefits for members and there's going to be the exposure of the iOS review that is going to drive people to the club. And that worked. So uh, I, I, now I'm stuck sort of with this uh, September, uh, co- combination of events in, in September, but every time I try to make the best out of that situation by having those kinds of extras, uh, like special things uh, be exclusive uh, for Club Max Stories members
0: we also had of course your iOS 12 review mm-hmm. and audiobook
2: September. narrated by a British person the um, smug mug Yeah, the smug sm- bugs <laughs> smug bug. oh
1: <laughs> right, sorry. I've forgotten how the smug bug sounds though which is a shame I've forgotten how the voice went <laughs> it was
0: like 3 seconds ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello there. I've bought your flicker. <laughs> He's gone forever now. It's just me. Uh yep, I did that. You did that. It's a big thing every year. It's much bigger for Federico than it is for me, but it's 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 a big job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um why is there an air power link in here in September? Oh yeah, the 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 manual. Yeah. So Apple is uh people discovered that people that that apple was referencing air power in the in the instructional manual of the iPhone XS mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some people, I remember this on Twitter, some people thought that it was fake, there was like a like a bad Photoshop but no, Apple does reference the wireless air power charger in the little instruction booklet that it's inside the iPhone XS package. Yep. So uh, that's awkward but... Um, I
1: mostly included this just to note that all year we've been wondering where this product is right, like the, it hasn't made an appearance in our list, like our countdown so far uh
0: all year we've it's a meme at this point air power um well september 2 was a year since they announced it because they announced it with the iphone 10 it's like it is i mean at this point we're recording this in december my thought is it's just dead and if it shows up it'll be a nice surprise but i'll tell you what i'm not i'm not even i'm not putting it as my risky pick for 2019 (laughs) no way no part of that no way
1: uh, October brought about maybe one of the best episodes of Connected, which was when Federico attempted to name all of iOS 12.1's emoji without ever having seen the name. And I won. You, I, did you? <laughs> uh, did you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I did pretty well, but it was not a contest. I think we all
1: won. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. It was also, it marked the very important debut of we Are the Fish, um, yeah, in our mm-hmm. connected uh, back catalogue of references. I would have said cell, but also I could see some kind of weird fish being like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? What? <laughs> What
0: in the world? What kind of fish?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: are you thinking of like
1: a puffer fish? <laughs> is this is this okay? Is this weird fish? The name? Uh, which? What are you going with here?
2: Weird fish?
1: <laughs> are you really, you really are gonna go weird fish?
2: <laughs> oh, I don't know what else to choose. It's I don't know, either weird fish or cell. Um,
1: it is a microbe
2: what what is a microbe so that was a was a very fun episode to do I guess I don't know we'll probably do it again in the future we'll see depends on yes. depends on the new emoji uh, maybe it should become a tradition I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens I think it should uh,
0: I mean I guess we will have at some point we will have all of the the accessibility ones we talked about earlier but there'll, there'll be some strange ones too to pick I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure of it uh, we also saw the release of the Google Pixel 3 and with Google's press event in New York, which was kind of a strange event in ways, but I think there's no arguing the Pixel 3 is an excellent phone. Mike, you've got one, and you seem to have enjoyed your time with it.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm never going to talk about this phone. <laughs> like, I just feel like at this point, I don't even know why I have to say it. I really like it. It's a great phone, and the camera's incredible. Like, That's my review of the Pixel 3, <laughs> I think. Uh, it's great. It's very nice. I like it. I get the small one. It's, it's pink, and it's nice to hold, and it is a good Android phone, and it does some cool stuff, and the camera's amazing. That's my Pixel 3 review.
0: <laughs> I'm glad we, we've been yep. waiting for that. It's good. We also saw uh, Apple's, or Adobe, excuse me. Apple invited Adobe to show off Photoshop for the iPad and Apple's press event where they also announced Macs.
1: But it was shown off before. So Adobe, Adobe was it? showed oh, off. Oh, it was like a, like a week before, was, right?
0: I think it was a little bit before. It was at, um,
1: Adobe Max. So they they, which is Adobe's conference, is where they unveiled it. Having previously acknowledged that it would happen, which they did, uh, they showed off what it was going to look like, and then they joined Apple on stage for the iPad Pro presentation to give a, a condensed demo. So, due next year, but uh, still pretty monumental news, and I'm very excited for it.
0: We had our live show in New York with Federico's cousin, who was very yep. gracious and taking time off.
2: Uh that was incredible! Like I had no idea. Um, unfortunately, I I couldn't join you guys in New York, um, but it was such an incredible thing for my cousin to do. Uh, like I was not ex- expecting it at all. Big moment. Uh, he's a very busy guy uh you know he, he runs a runs a very important business he sells vinyls um in the, in america um so i know he's very busy with his company um yeah vinylcast um so uh it's, a, it's a, it was very gracious of him to to fill in for me uh, you know so uh, it's a very good episode, uh, and, and Marcus uh, makes some really good points. Mm-hmm. So you should also check out his company, Vinyl Cast. Um, it's a snappy dresser. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: It was. Ming Chi Kuo makes a return in October saying <laughs> there will be. Like a he new... never left. <laughs> <laughs> it's, always he's, 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 <laughs>
2: it's
1: always here. He's here
0: with me right now.
1: So, I'm back, boys. <laughs> here's an iPad mini. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Saying that, yeah, iPad Mini 5, late 2018 or early 2019. So this is still within the realm of possibility. Uh, I think this is a product that if they don't do anything in 2019, then it should just go away. Like the the new, the sixth generation iPad being cheaper than this thing, being better this thing in every single way, except that the Mini has a a, a laminated display and the sixth generation iPad does not other than that, the iPad mini just outgunned and is more expensive and just feels like a relic. And I, I'd like to see him do it. I think there's probably still a market for it, but I can understand if it goes away.
1: And then of course we had the October event, which brought about the MacBook air, the Mac mini and the iPad pro, which two out of three of everyone's been really happy with. Um, MacBook air has had a bit of a tumultuous life so far, I think, including Steven being upset about the storage last week. So
2: Gotta get the 1.5 terabyte version, man. Can't wait for that. Can't wait to do it. It's It's the it's that it's it's that point five that really seals the deal.
1: We spent basically the entire month of November debating the iPad.
2: Well. Some people did. Uh, we did. I mean,
1: <laughs> I looked at the show notes. We did.
2: <laughs> no, but no, I mean, like, like some people get really upset about it. And, and I, I don't think we do. Like in the sense that, uh, you know, there's these blog posts and these videos. Can you get real work done on the iPad? And I feel like we're sort of, um, we, we, we handle that conversation in a different way. Because we know that it's possible to get worked on an iPad, but we also know its limitations uh and I think um, other blogs and other youtubers they they make more sort of dramatic announcements and like claims that you know they 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 go viral for like a week or so, and then that's just just my opinion though uh but yes, we did <laughs> discuss the ipad pro um I started the iPad Diaries series about the new iPad Pro. I started um, spending a lot, of, a lot of money on a uh, USB C accessories and keyboards. It was a very productive month. I did a, I got, I got a lot of writing done. The episodes were good. We had some fun discussions. I am curious to see um, what the situation is going to be like in six months because this iPad discussion. This is a a point that I made on Connected in the past. Every few months, this entire thing sparkles up again and people start arguing about the iPad for work, I bet it's going to surface again sometime in February or March. Like somebody's going to complain with a tweet or with a blog post and the whole cycle is going to spin up again um, and the, the iPad Pro discussion will begin anew. Uh, so we'll see when it happens. I bet it's gonna be. It usually happens every three to four months. So we're, I think we're, we're only like two to three months away from 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 the cycle. Is
1: that gonna be in your twenty nineteen predictions? Predicting when people will start talking about the iPad Pro again.
2: That's a point for sure. Like that's the. It would. It would be unfair. It would be unfair. Nothing else. Of note, I think happened in November we just were we were just getting work done,
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of conversation like it was a lot of conversation, you know and talking about the merits of the product, defending the product where we felt it needed to be uh and then, as you say, like talking about some of the things that you were doing, you know some of the apps that you were excited about, some of the uh, dongles and stuff, and yeah, but there was news, but news that mostly hasn't changed so isn't really worth looking back on and then December. The big, I think the biggest story in December uh, at least in the Apple community I think is uh, Apple Music arriving on the Amazon Echo because it's wild it's just a wild story it was crazy when it was announced and it was got even crazier when it was released uh, that was it has been very interesting and I'm really keen Like, I just saw someone sent me a, a screenshot of an email that Apple sent them talking about how to set it up and all the things like giving prompts about what you should say Like, it just goes on and on just won't stop And also in December, we all bought Mac minis. Yay. Which is something we would never have put in our predictions. (laughs)
0: We're all going to buy Mac minis this year. It's true. We're three for three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you that writing more about Mac stuff is something that I want to do in 2019 which is something that I haven't done.
1: Uh-oh. He's put the Mac back in Mac Stories.
2: <laughs> uh, well, John is writing about the Mac on Mac Stories most of the time. I guess I'm going to... You personally. I, I personally will write about Mac automation. Like, I haven't written about this stuff in, in for actually, five years. So it should be fun. It's one of my goals for the next year. But we'll talk about that in our first episode of 2019. Um... Because uh, this is a very important final point that I personally put in the document. The episode is over, and just like the year is over, uh, I would say overall, do we give a thumbs up to Apple in twenty eighteen? I think yes. I mean, I, I but I would have liked to see better improvement, like improvements to iOS for iPad. That's my only negative note, honestly. Like. Um, the iPad hardware is now so much more ahead of the software; it's kind of ridiculous um, to look at that sort of that, that contrast between the two. But overall, the devices are great. The XS Max and the Series Four are great. Um, yeah, just that the iPad software could have been, you know, could have been a nice, more a nice thing to have. But so, one more thing to look forward for twenty nineteen.
0: If you want to find links to all the stuff we talked about. Head on over to relay.fm slash connected slash 224. While you're there, you can get in touch uh, with us via email or you can find us other places online. You can find Mike on Twitter at IMYKE. Mike is the host of a lot of shows here at Relay FM. You can find Federico at VITICCI on Twitter. And you can find him, of course, at MacStories.net, writing about Automator and yes. Terminal yes. and uh, Activity Monitor, all that good nerdy Mac stuff. You can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write 512pixels.net. A quick programming note, our next episode will be out on January 9th. We are taking the week of New Year's off. We hope that you have a wonderful holiday with friends and family. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Pingdom, Smile, and Kane11. And until, uh, I guess until next year, guys,
2: say goodbye. Arrivederci e buon anno. Cheerio, and Happy New Year.
0: Adios. (laughs) What's no Happy New Year?
2: Uh, Feliz, Feliz nuevo. año nuevo. <laughs> hey, we'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs>